Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. We're looking at tweets of January 19th, 2019. Thomas, the first one reads, We'll be leaving for Dover to be with the families of four very special people who lost their lives in service to our country. You know, he's the only president that has been so personal. I have never seen a president that paid attention to the people that he serves. As a matter of fact, I don't know a president that ever acted like he served anyone in America, ever. Think of it. Think back to when you ever saw a president showing personal interest, talking to people who were his subordinates, talking to the common people when it wasn't campaign time, and being interested in their lives. You know, there are many human interest stories told about Trump where he thanked people. Uh, He thanked this one couple for simply calling when his limousine had a flat tire, uh, they used their phone to call. He paid off their house. He, you know, he has done so many kind things for people that it is unbelievable that they call him the names that they call him. All the way back for 20 years, at least, they've been saying, well, are you going to be president? Why? Because he had the moral statue for it. He had the concern. He had the interest. He had the ideas. He had the acumen. And so I just want to salute him because he is not only there for law enforcement, for ICE, for the military, he's there for every single tragedy that happens to an American in this country or outside of this country. And he has brought home more Americans that were being held in foreign countries than probably all presidents put together. The next tweet is uh, from Newt Gingrich, just stated, or it's at Newt Gingrich, just stated, that there has been no president since Abraham Lincoln who has been treated worse or more unfairly by the media than your favorite president, me. At the same time, there's been no president who has accomplished more in his first two years in office, exclamation point. And you know, Newt Gingrich probably knows that from firsthand experience. If you look in the news... Uh, just yesterday, or the day before, I believe, you will see this: the reports that say, headlines say, President Trump, highest numbers of approval since he's been in office. And then you go to the opposition fake news, the opposition party, and it says, Trump has the lowest numbers of support since he's been in office. Folks, both of those are wrong. Here is what it is. Trump probably has a 65% approval rating, okay? That would make him the highest in U.S. history. He already has had, at certain moments uh, in, in these first two years, the highest numbers of any president in uh, in U.S. history that during it was recorded for these polls. So what do you see here? Don't believe any of the polls. None of them. Even when Trump runs them, those are you got to add 10 points to them easily because that's what you had to add on the night of the election, wasn't it? Everything you read, especially right before the election, what did it say? The Democrats had it going to win between 12 to 20 points. That's unbelievable. They lost, okay? Trump was told that he was going to be lost by every single poll, and there were only a few people who predicted that he would win. So what is going on here? This is a president who is the best so far in U.S. history with results, who has been fighting against all odds. And when I say all odds, I mean the odds of the very groups that ran this country, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Senior Executive Service, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberger, the uh, Bohemian Grove, the uh, 
the round table, the English round table, the American round table, the Fabian Society, the Pilgrim Society, the uh, Mount Pelerin Society, the Heritage Foundation, all of them, all of them have spent every, George Soros took $18 billion and gave it to 184 non-government organizations to fight against Trump. Every single force out there that was controlling America is fighting Trump or the evil forces that were controlling America. And he's winning. I always like to say he's the contender. He just takes them one at a time, come on in the ring, knocks them out. These polls are an important component of their whole election rigging system. Because the thing is, is they're going into the electronics and into the software, into the electronic ballot boxes, and they're literally rigging the numbers. Now, if you go to the rallies and you see all these people and then you go to the polls and then the next day you wake up and your opponent has won. I mean, that you can't cognize that. That's not working in your brain because you saw out on the streets that everybody was for Trump, but yet what, Hillary won? Well, the reason, that's why they have to throw those polls in. The polls are lies to get you to believe that the elections are closer than they really are. So then the morning after the election, when they've won, the opposition has won, you go, well, you know, their polls did show that he might be a few points behind. So people, the polling is fake, and it's there to continue your programming and brainwashing. And the polling for elections is ran by a third component of ISIS management, AVID, and it's determining who the president is on the night of the election. Now, we've pointed out why that happens, so that the other side can capitulate, so there will not be any counting of the ballots. Right. Right? Well, that's the same company that produces what is being read by the liars who call themselves journalists on their prompters. It's the same exact company. So these polls produce what they want as the prior effect, the ISIS management, then through AVID and through the election results for the election night, then tells you what you're going to believe and literally has gotten camp, has gotten people who have ran in these elections to capitulate on that night based upon their false statistics and the lies that are on the screen. Because sometimes, as you know, the next morning, it's the opposite of yeah. what it was when you went to bed. How many times you awaken and go, oh my gosh, how, how could our, our candidate have lost so badly? But then that goes back to a tweet from... January 18th, 2019, where Trump says fake news is truly the enemy of the people. And remember what he said before he was elected. He called everyone in D.C. stupid. He said they were swamp rats. He said they were uh, pigs, that they were greedy, that it was done all wrong, that they're idiots, that all their trade deals are stupid. Okay, now when he was just a person out there talking to Oprah or whoever he was talking to on television, you thought, well, this guy's kind of crazy, but you know what he's saying is true. You know, he, he's right. We shouldn't have gone into Iraq. He's right. There were no, were no weapons of mass destruction. Well, he was right, and he was right on so many things. But you thought, well, he's such an egotistic asshole. Why, you know, would anybody ever elect him as president? Well, think about it, folks. He's the great disruptor, he's the very thing that is needed to stop the fact that we were being taken over and that we were losing our republic, that the British had, in fact, completed their uh, control over us and making us uh, basically a member of the Commonwealth. And uh, this whole time, they treated us like we were colonies. So 
he said he could do it better. He's done it better. And the mainstream media will not report it because why? What he said was true. What he said about the mainstream media was true. And they do not want any truth in this age. This is the age of falsehood politics, the age of post-truth. And he is speaking truth, and that's why he's so dadgum unpopular. Well, you know, another thing that he tweeted about quite a lot in his years before he became president was about the Federal Reserve and about how the Federal Reserve needed to be audited. It needs to be closed. I mean, there are a lot of tweets back then. Um, I'm looking at 2011 and 12 at these tweets. And so we have now a bill in Congress. Well, we have three bills. I think they're pretty amazing. One is to uh, audit the Fed and the other one is to abolish the IRS. And the third one that just came up, was, which I love, is let's just close down the UN. I mean, let's pull out of the UN altogether and tell them, go find another place, not New York, not in our country, to go exist. Yeah, that's exactly what should happen. And those things that are being put forth are on the agenda that Trump has already started, but he is not waiting for a bill to be passed from the House and the Senate. No, no, no. He's already stopped the funding to the UN. He's already uh, uh, stopped the connection to the IMF to some degree, to the World Trade uh, Organization, on and on and on. So, so many of these things he already has on his list and he's working on them. And they are so outrageous. They are such fantastic disruptors for somebody to say, we don't need the IRS. We don't need the IRS. Why do we need some henchmen to come around and shake us down for money to feed the Federal Reserve? The IRS is there so that corporations can have tax write-offs and pay no taxes. If they had to pay sales tax on everything they bought then they would actually be paying taxes and they'd be paying taxes to the local areas where they bought things. Yes, there's so many ways to collect taxes other than income tax. Um, The economy is one of the best in our history with unemployment at a 50-year low and the stock market ready to break a, a record set by us many times. And all you heard yesterday based on phony story was impeachment. You want to see a stock market crash? Impeach Trump. People forget that the entire time of Obama was economic recession, where it was bordering on a depression, and uh, and where it was so unstable that we were being gutted. Our currency was being gutted. Uh, other nations were trying to take over the IMF with uh, a gold standard. They were trying to take over... Uh, the petrodollar. They are trying to use uh, the the ruble uh, and uh, Chinese um, standards for oil. I mean, people think back. A couple years ago, we were in one of the worst scenarios that we've been in, and there wasn't any hope for anyone. There were no jobs. There was no manufacturing. Foreign countries controlled us, and it was pathetic. So now we have the best economy that we've seen. Unemployment, 50-year low. I mean, that is unbelievable. These statistics are unbelievable. They're record-breaking. So here you have the man who told you that there'd be so much winning, but by that by the second year of his um, administration, people would be saying, slow down, too much winning. We have to say slow down, too much winning. And if the House had not turned Democratic... And that's what caused the stock market to go up and down, by the way. Trump predicted that. He's now predicting that the second that they want to take this thing that just came out, and that's the reason Mueller jumped all over it and said, no, Michael Cohen did not do that. There is no, uh, not, this was the first sliver of a hint 
of anything that Donald Trump had done wrong that the Mueller investigation and the other three investigations before them, $100 million spent on this, found nothing. And so when they said they found something, of course, that would have meant that the House and Pelosi and her crazies would have then focused on nothing but a thousand impeachment bills, all based upon the supposed crime, which is not a crime. And by the way, the other supposed crime of Michael Cohen that he admitted to and in, in his plea deal, plead guilty to something that's not a crime, which is the supposed pay, you know, these election campaign irregularities of paying off um, Stormy Daniels and then not putting that in the record of what you used in your election campaign. That is complete insanity. Because it didn't happen, folks. Not only did it not happen, there's no evidence. And all the evidence that they touted, it never came forth. And so Mueller had to come out and say, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you impeachable material. Because if he did, oh yes, for two years, everything that we gained with Trump and the economy would have gone down the toilet. Because when you go to impeach a president, it takes forever. And everything slides into the garbage. And that's what would have happened. That wasn't a threat that he's making. That's simply a reality. So what's going to happen instead is, no, the stock market's going to remain the same as it has been recently. Why? Because he's stopped the U.S. Federal Reserve from their attack on our economy by raising interest rates seven times in two years. That's insanity. They ought to put Jerome Powell in jail for that because he is attacking the national security of our country well, by attacking our economy. A private company called the Federal Reserve handling the people's money anymore. They didn't do a good job. They ran us into debt. They need to go. The Absolutely. Next, the next tweet is many people are saying that the mainstream media will have a very hard time restoring credibility because of the way they've treated me over the last of the past 3 years including the election lead up as highlighted by the disgraceful BuzzFeed story and the even more disgraceful coverage. The second there is a news agency that tells the truth, none of the other news agencies will be watched. Okay, They have lost their ratings. The only reason people watch them is for two reasons. One, to continue, continue their subliminal programming so they can continue to hate Trump, though they actually cannot stand there and make a logical argument why they hate Trump, okay? They can't give you any facts, and anything they're going to tell you why they hate Trump is nothing more than their subliminal programming. So, yes, the mainstream media has lost all credibility. They now admit that besides Fox News, take Fox News out of it, 98% negative coverage of a president. That is an attack against our national security. He was elected by the majority of Americans, Okay, And I say Americans, I don't mean illegal aliens who voted for Hillary. Those 3.5 million that we know were illegal aliens, so don't tell me about the popular vote, people. Trump was elected, duly elected, and you are going against, the mainstream media is going against the majority of Americans. They are alienating their own audience, and now they are showing everybody who they are, even the common person can look at the news and say, but wait a second, that's a lie. And then once they start saying that, then they're going to wake up and they're going to realize almost everything they hear on the news is a lie. 
Why? Because they are treasonous criminals. They are trying to destroy our economy. They're trying to destroy our credibility uh, with foreign nations. They're trying to destroy our military. They're trying to invite an invasion. That mainstream media is inviting an invasion into America. And, And Nancy Pelosi might as well be Angela Merkel inviting them. Please, come on up. The border's open. Please, pour across the border. We're going to give you social services. We're going to give you a lawyer to defend you. We're going to give you everything you need. We're going to give you free medical. We're going to give you free dental. We're going to give you jobs. We're going to give you more than what the citizens of the United States of America get. Well, that's because Nancy Pelosi is an enemy of the people. And we have upcoming, by the time we load up this audio, Trump would have given his three o'clock speech or announcement, whatever he, I'm not sure what that's going to wind up being. you have any thoughts about that? He's going to say the same thing he did before, and he's going to hold strong, but he's going to then throw out this very interesting um, deal. And it's not really a deal. It's a deal for stupid people. It's a carrot for those who are smart enough to know that what he's offering is a bridge for DACA. Now, mind you, when when the Democrats started on DACA, they said there were 800,000 DACA. Now they say upwards to 5 million. And so they want amnesty for, they're saying to 2.5 to 5 million DACA. Five million, that's what I told you it was a long time ago, and it was argued in the mainstream media and in all the news agencies, and then uh, it came out and it even showed you that the FBI confirmed what we told you. 22 million illegal aliens that are documented, that they know are there and they do not have papers. Well, DACA has 800,000 of these illegals working. So the 800,000 are the ones who stole Social Security numbers, or in some illegal way are working and paying taxes and receiving taxes and receiving full benefits as Americans. And the henchmen at the IRS don't care if you get your money legally or illegally. They just want a cut for their bosses over there at the Federal Reserve. You are told by lawyers in the border how to get yourself a fake Social Security number by simply going and finding out someone who's dead recently by just looking in any obituary of anywhere where you live, grabbing their name, getting their social security number, which is easy as pie, and you use their number and you pay taxes and you get tax returns, folks. The IRS sends tax returns to DACA using stolen social security numbers. And they know. Of them. The IRS knows their stolen social security numbers. So yes, they're they in on it. That's why the uh, IRS needs to be closed. The Federal Reserve needs to be closed. The entry into our southern border needs to be closed, locked down, and secured. What else? We need to get the U.N. out of our country. Yes, in the U.N., in our association with NATO, and and have uh, uh, bilateral agreements with everyone. No more trade agreements that are... Uh, that are basically wolf packs attacking America. And if the Senior Executive Service won't take the hints that have been laid in front of them the last few weeks, then we need to look at this Holman rule and reduce their salary across the board to a dollar a year. Fine, you can keep your job as the stay-behind army there to thwart President Trump, but you're going to get paid a dollar a year for that. Now, is that something that could legally be done? Yes. Yes, the Holman Act provides for that. You see, they don't provide for ending entire agencies. So the president can't walk in and say, I don't like the FBI, get rid of it. I don't like this or that. Uh, Unfortunately, they can add agencies, which they've been adding a lot since the 70s. But they cannot get rid of uh, an agency totally. And they cannot simply, across the board, reduce their pay because 
that then the unions would speak up. But what they can do is they and the reduction of force uh, has to have a plan. But there's there's a couple technicalities I want to point out here. Okay, first off with DACA in a minute. Go back to DACA. But the technicality is here that after 30 days, he can do a reduction of force if he writes up a plan. Now, they're saying he can't do that because he didn't write the plan before the 30 days. Incorrect. At the end of 30 days, they can write the plan. They can reduce the force. Now, to reduce the force, they're going to have to you know, fight the union and they're going to have to have justification and so on and so forth. That isn't what can happen or what should happen. What should happen is simply say, all senior executive service members, you will be paid $1 a year. Get rid of those directors of all of these bureaucratic agencies that are part of the resistance. They are the stay-behind Obama foot soldiers who he appointed 8,500 of the 10,000 SES members are all Obama appointees, and they are all Democrats, and they're all part of the resistance, as that anonymous letter that came out recently in the Daily Caller, supposedly from the White House, said that that's all they do with their time. Their senior leaders do nothing but resist. That's it. They're resistors. Well, that's what they're the obstructors. job is. So I say, we need to get them down to a dollar a year. And folks, you know how to reach the White House and tell the president what you think about these Obama holdovers that work with the senior executive service. Now, back to DACA. Why did Trump recently come out and this says it's going to really upset his base, but base, hang on, hang on to your MAGA hats. This is what's really happening. Don't be fooled. It's just like the negotiations with China. If the Congress intervenes, it will blow everything. They need to give Trump time to finish these deals. So the DACA deal, the reason he's willing to consider this is because it's not amnesty. He said a bridge a bridge, and at one point, he's not saying a bridge, he's not saying this now, but at one point he said uh, a path to citizenship. That's a path. It doesn't mean citizenship. You have to do a whole lot of stuff, the same stuff that anybody would have to do to become a citizen, because why? You were a criminal. You came into this country under criminal uh, conditions, and just because you had an anchor baby here, and that's the reason so many, there's so many DACA that they're not counting, because many, many of them had anchor babies, and they don't care anymore. They simply use their anchor baby as their reason. So there are many other people here on temporary. It, uh, basically, they were waivers written by Obama, just like DACA. DACA was a waiver telling Homeland Security and ICE not to enforce the law. It was an order to break the law. That's what we're working with. Catch and release, an order to break the law. Well, once he has a Supreme Court in order, then that would be ruled unconstitutional. Correct. And once we stop the circuit courts and the appellate federal courts from making stupid decisions to try to override the president's executive authority, which anyone can read in the Constitution, it seems like these federal courts can't read the Constitution and they think they're more powerful and they represent, in some cases, illegal aliens were the complainants, were the defendants in some of these cases against the President of the United States. Now you tell me how a court could even have uh, allowed there to be grounds for an illegal alien to bring a charge against the President of the United States of America. But this is what we're dealing with because of the corruption in the courts. So what is happening with DACA? Don't believe it, folks. Yes, he'll give a bridge for DACA if he gets his $5.7 billion, but that's a trick. All that does is extend it. Well, the court has already extended it. 
and it's going to be extended until there's an overruling, well, as Betsy minute. just said. Well, then Nancy's going to know it's a trick, so she's going to hold firm on the wall, but your regular uh, rank-and-file DACA folks out there aren't going to know it's a trick, so they're going to go, they're going to see that Trump is working for them. That is what he's doing. This is sending a message to turn millions, 22 million illegal aliens and two, let's just call it 2.5 million DACA into Republicans because they just found out the Democrats aren't on their side. Never were. They're being red-pilled to the fact that the Democrats have never supported them. The only thing they want is their vote, but then they're not going to help them in any way, except in a sanctuary state where an insane person, Gavin Newsom, that a nephew of crazy Nancy Pelosi, who is basically a ripoff artist who's gotten, what, tens and tens of, over a $100 million she has made ripping us off with her insider trading information and the ripoff of California and the burning down of California and the, the basically the FEMA scams of California. This is all Nancy Pelosi, folks. And now, Gavin Newsom, sorry, he's a criminal. He's a traitor. He is preaching uh, unlawful uh, acts. He is preaching sedition. And he basically needs to be indicted and be charged you and know, go to jail. He um, just spent a lot of money on a bunch of Facebook ads in key uh, states for voting for 2020. Looks like he's trying to amp up a little run for 2020. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that incredible? That this person who comes in and says, I am a socialist, I am a Marxist, I am a communist, I do not believe in U.S. Constitution, I do not believe in U.S. laws, I believe in releasing aliens who have murdered Americans immediately out into the public to murder more Americans. I believe in causing debt to every other state in the Union as I give out free medical care to the illegal aliens pouring across my border because I won't secure it. Jerry Brown was bad, one of the worst ever, but no, Devin Newsom already is outstretching Jerry Brown. It's hard to believe. I say... Let's build a wall on the eastern border of California. Wouldn't no, you build because one there are on the a lot of border? good Californians that want their state back. So I know we rip California, but we're really looking at the leadership there. And, you know, a lot of folks can't help it that the elections are rigged beyond their ability to do anything. What does an average uh, citizen do when you know that that uh, Mitt Romney and George Soros have the uh, software that they use in these electronic ballot box to switch votes? I mean, what does an average person do? You do what everyone in California is doing, moving out or complaining and wishing they could move out. I don't know a Californian that doesn't think California is out of control and they would love to move out of there because it is just a lawless, complete, wild, wild west, insane, fascist, communist, uh, rogue state. It's completely out of control. Thomas, the final tweet is, Mexico is doing nothing to stop the caravan, which is now fully formed and heading to the United States. We stopped the last two. Many are still in Mexico, but can't get through our wall. It takes a lot of border agents. If there's no wall, not easy. Angela Merkel of the United States of America, that would be Nancy Pelosi, is inviting the invasion to continue because she says she's not going to spend one dollar on a wall. In other words, we have a war going on, and she is a soldier right alongside Trump. And Trump says, pick up your rifle, and she drops it, 
and runs away. She's a deserter. She is not an American. As I pointed out, she is a Californian. She is a Marxist. If you look at her criminal activity in the time that she has been in the U.S. Congress, it will make your head swim. Nancy Pelosi is not an American. She is a deserter. She is a supporter of these invasions on the southern border. She's, an, she's been a supporter of fentanyl coming across the border, coming into her state, killing Californians at a record pace. 65,000 people will die of fentanyl overdoses this year alone. And, and that's not the pharmaceutical drugs. Those are the illegal ones coming across the border. That is what she is doing, folks. She's a deserter. She is a traitor. Nancy Pelosi, Angela Merkel of US, United States of America is inviting the invasion. And we see it again and again. And what does she say? We don't need a wall. She also stands up and lies. Every single thing she has said about the wall lately has been a lie. That we, gra- that we grab 80% of the drugs as they're coming across the border at checkpoints? That's insane. And no, we don't. Well, maybe Nancy Pelosi and her thugs do as they run it up to Canada all along that coastline highway. You know, there's a lot of nefarious stuff that's going on there. And Nancy Pelosi, she's benefiting in some way. Right there on her border of California, thousands of people are killed a year over the drug cartel wars, and we do nothing about it. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Have you ever seen a governor of California do anything about what's happening in, say, uh, well, look at the look at just the deaths in Tijuana or the deaths of any city on our border with America. Every one of those cities is filled with cartel deaths all the time, mass graves, folks, and the the um, the good work of ICE and the good work of our law enforcement capturing drugs coming across. Yes, some are in cars, but that isn't where the big stashes are taken. They're taken as they capture vehicles coming across uh, uh, areas where there are no borders in large vehicles uh, in, in, that are prepared to drive in the desert. When you see, I guess she doesn't know anything about what she speaks because everything she says is a lie. But remember, we were thrilled when she was going to uh, get that uh, the gavel back because this woman can't speak without telling a lie. So therefore, as a representative of the Democratic Party, she is the best to show that they are demon rats, that they are socialists, that they're fascists, that they are anything but what they say they are. And the virtue signaling, no one believes it anymore, Nancy, because you won't take any actions to stand behind the the fact that you say you support these illegal aliens. No, you don't. You don't support them at all. You won't even consider DACA amnesty. You won't consider any type of amnesty. You don't want no, that. No, because she knows it's a trick, that Trump is playing with words. It is she- not a conspiracy that the opium from Afghanistan comes across our southern border brought by the rogue CIA. This is simply a fact, folks, and it is well known by every single person in our Congress. There is no such thing except for uh, Alexandria uh, ocasio Ocrazio Cortez, who doesn't know where she is and doesn't know what she's doing. She might not know. And some of these Muslims who have just been elected might not know. But everybody else knows that the reason we're in Afghanistan is because we're protecting the opium fields because the heroin is used by the CIA to bring across our southern borders to be their slush fund. 
I think everyone knows that, don't they? Why would anyone ever stand against that? Why would anyone stop the fentanyl, well, not want to stop the fentanyl coming from China, that you take one pill, you die? And one single stash that they caught coming across the border, not at a checkpoint, Miss Pelosi, it was in a truck coming across the desert, enough fentanyl to kill every American twice over. And by the way, some of these pills are 100 times stronger than fentanyl because they, they are made in such bad conditions that nothing's consistent with them. So every fentanyl pill you get that comes from China and they admit they made them and they admit they're being made by criminals in China, that's a lie. There's no criminals in China. They're made by China. That's China trying to kill us. Hello? And Nancy Pelosi says, please come in. And Diane Feinstein is a Chinese criminal. She is a Chinese spy. And Mitch McConnell, a Chinese spy. And, and his, his wife, wife, a Chinese spy. There are so many Chinese spies in our country that we, have, we haven't even started to take them out. We haven't even started to think about taking them out. Look at the biggest attacks in our country in hacking, all from China. Sometimes they blame them on North Korea, and then later we find out it's China. Sometimes they blame them on uh, 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 Iran, then we find out it's from China. No, China's our number one enemy, and only person in history to ever fight China and win some battles is Donald J. Trump. So keep up the good battle, and remember, if this border wall isn't built, China wins. And so do all of our other enemies, because they're all embedded in this invasion in these caravans are every enemy we have on the face of the earth coming into our country because nancy pelosi and schumer and the democrats and the senate and the house won't give one single vote to protect americans